This is the Diary of an Entrepreneur podcast, an open and brutally honest account of my attempt to grow a business from the ground up. My name is Danny Lacey and I'm the CEO and founder of a content marketing business in the UK with 16 staff, clients all over the country and revenue closing in on £1 million this financial year. Please note, though, I don't want to teach you anything, not a single thing. I'm just simply sharing the journey as I attempt to grow this business from the ground up. Right, this episode, I'm going to focus on the marketing and sales function of growing a business and finding that first client. It's the first major hurdle in launching a business, and when it happens, it feels amazing. Now, you might be lucky and already have that first client, and that's why you're setting up the business. But for the sake of this episode, let's just imagine that you don't, all right? You've got an idea for a business, but no clients yet. All right, let's get started. All right, first things first, that first client that you're looking for is closer than you think. There'll be people listening to this right now that will be freaking out at the thought of having to find that first client. You've got an idea for a business. It's a great idea. You know it's got legs. You know it's going to work. However, you have no clue how to find and attract that first client. But I'm here to tell you, it's easier than you think, and it's literally closer than you think through one, maybe two degrees of separation. You will have a family member, a friend, uh, an old work colleague, or even a neighbor who will be able to introduce you to what will be your first client. I promise this, this type of thing happens all the time, all right? This is the easiest form of cold calling you will ever do, ever, all right? Ask everyone and get straight to the point. And I mean everyone. Start with your mum, your dad, your grandma, your granddad, your aunties, your uncles, your cousins, uh, their cousins. You know, getting in touch with family, colleagues and friends. You know, if you're, current, if you're working somewhere right now and you've got close relationships with people at work, get talking. Tell them your ideas. Share the information. Tell them what you're looking for. Um, it might be a neighbor. You know, you might know somebody close by who runs a business, is a self-employed person or an entrepreneur or whatever. Have the conversation. It, it's the easiest cold calling. It's, lit it's not like picking up the phone and speaking to a complete random stranger and the anxiety that you go through. And I've been here. Uh, that you go through when you're picking up that phone, shaking at, you know, having to uh, having to sell yourself to a complete stranger. You know, there's an icebreaker there, the fact you know that person. And trust me, out of the three or four or 10 or 20 people that you'll speak to, that you have a connection with, a degree of separation in some sort or some respect, something will, you will find somebody that, e that can either A, support you, or B, willing to take that risk and be your first client. Let them know how keen and energized you are. People will gravitate towards your energy and they will want to help you. All right, so don't go in there and be all blasé about it and negative and naysay. And you've got to be energized. You've got to, you've got to, um, portray that energy and enthusiasm for what it is that you have and people will buy into that it's the basics of sale sales and you are a salesperson all right you are more likely to attract a new client if you are energized uh, now you might get that first opportunity out of pure sympathy but who cares 
I did that in my early days that people were giving me opportunities and, and uh, hiring me for my services just out of pure sympathy it's like oh for goodness sake yes all right we'll you know we'll we'll use you for the first week and and see how we go from there but who cares where that comes from as long as you're getting something as long as you're getting something we all like to support the underdog and in the early stages of launching a business believe me you are the underdog all right and the stats are stacked against you and most people will know that and again they'll sympathize with that and they may want to come with you on this journey. You only need a dozen or so contacts and introductions to start figuring out if there's a market for your services. The people that you're going to be talking to, they'll have something to say, feedback to give you, not always constructive and not always useful, but it's feedback all the same. And you might be able to um, grab something from that that helps you grow or build this thing that it is that you're trying to um trying to, to to grow and let's not forget you're a marketing and salesperson that is so important for anybody thinking about setting up a business i didn't really appreciate this when i was originally setting my business up even though i'm from a marketing background i still didn't realize that when i was setting up the business that all I am right now is a salesperson, a marketing and a salesperson, all right? Um, so that's one thing you've got to really think about. And if you can't grab a few easy leads, well, I think you need to take a long, hard look in the mirror. If you can't grab a few leads, get a few people over the line, sell yourself, market your business in some, even in just a basic uh, form, then you're going to struggle unless you have contacts and you know people that can help you with that. But even then, even with help from them, it's still all roads lead back to you at the end of the day. And you need to be able to market and sell your business. If you can't, you need to take a look in the mirror because believe me, as a business owner, that's what you are for a long while, a glorified marketing and salesperson. More importantly, it's here where you can really shape up your sales process as you're trying to acquire these new clients. And as you do acquire these new clients, you can fine tune that value proposition. So with every conversation that you're having with a prospect, and again, going back to the colleagues, the family, the friends, the neighbors, you will refine that sales pitch, that value proposition. You'll figure out the what, the who, and the why of what your business does. And you'll be able to uh, refine that sales script, and more importantly, so so you don't get long to grab somebody's attention when you're trying to persuade them to use your services. Uh, confuse them and lose them is the saying. So while you're approaching these people and talking about your business, being the marketing and the salesperson, more marketing to start with, um, you are at the same time fine-tuning that elevator pitch, all right, that value proposition, that sales pitch, which is really important uh, to A, grab somebody's attention, and to B, demonstrate the value that you're going to bring them at the end of the day. Now, note, nobody cares who you are until you have demonstrated what value you can bring them. Get to the value bit quicker. Care more about their business than yours, which uh, is incredibly incredibly important. And do not get caught up in the vanity of I own a business or I have an idea and it's great and amazing and the best things in sliced bread. You can quickly go from being a cute underdog to an egotistical toss pot easily and in no time at all. Before we go any further, 
I want to point you in the direction of the Diary of an Entrepreneur YouTube series. It's now in its fourth season and it's packed with hours of behind the scenes of growing a business and you'll see content that 99.9% of other business owners would never be brave enough to share. So for free hours, so not for three, for hours of free content on growing a business, visit youtube.com forward slash Danny Lacey. That's youtube.com forward slash Danny Lacey, D-A-N-N-Y-L-A-C-E-Y. And if you like what you see, please hit that subscribe button. It helps us get the content in front of people who really need it. Right, back to the podcast. So your first clients will most of the time not be your ideal clients. And this is something that I've certainly learned over the years uh, of building a business from the ground up. Those early clients generally are the ones that are either A, doing it to help you out, so they really don't know what it is that they want to get from you and they're just happy for you to do whatever you do. There are those clients that uh, take advantage because you're new and you're cheap and, uh, and they'll just try and squeeze you and rinse you and get as much out of you as you possibly can. But who cares? All right, we all have to start somewhere, right? I often get involved and hear conversations about people saying, you shouldn't do things for free or a low reduced price and da-da-da because you're undermining yourself and the industry. And I believe that that is complete and utter nonsense. I'm a believer in you have to start somewhere and sometimes you have to start from the ground level And even if that means doing a couple of freebies here and there, if it gets you in the door and converts that person to a paying client a little bit further down the line, it's working. I treat that as marketing spend. I'll repeat that. I treat that as marketing spend. It's speculative, but it could convert into something. And now, as with any marketing spend, it doesn't always work. It doesn't always hit the mark and it doesn't always return an investment. So think about it that way. Um, Again, you might have a client who's like, I don't really need what it is that you're offering, but I tell you what, I'm willing to give it a go and I'm willing to um, give you a shot. And hey, if it works, I'll start paying for it. And you're away. You're at the races. Then it's down to you then to prove that you are good at what you do. So nobody cares, um, uh, you know, if you have to do something for nothing and next for free. Who cares, right? We all have to start somewhere. That's the most important thing. And in my honest opinion, and through my own early experiences, a client is a client. And if they're paying, you're growing, all right, look at it that way. Uh, it's, I'd rather have something than nothing. Now, there's a plenty of time to eventually filter when you're much bigger and you've earned your stripes. Uh, I mean, you've been around a bit and now you get to pick and choose, all right? So by making mistakes during those early days, and this is a great opportunity, this is the kind of springboard, the litmus test for the product and services that you're offering is during those early days when you have those clients that might not be ideal, they're not paying a fortune, you can learn. That's a really good opportunity for you to, to, to cut your teeth and to, to learn that the trade and, and improve the processes and systems and the products and services that you're offering. So take advantage of that as well. Make mistakes, learn and grow with those early clients. They'll be more forgiving as they'll be paying a lot less than you'll be charging further down the line, of course. And they'll be well aware of your early phase status. So they'll know that you're charging less. They'll know that you're a new business. They'll know that you're growing. They'll know that you're struggling. They'll know all of these things. And so you get a little bit more flexibility in and around the quality and standard of the products and services that you are offering. Some of these clients will likely grow with you in the coming years and become strong, loyal and supportive clients. We have several of those in my business who have been uh, with me pretty much from day one when it was me working on my own in my spare room at, at home. And they're with us today and they're now big paying clients 
our class, like top class clients. Uh, those early day, early clients uh, used uh, our services. Those early clients used our services out of support and sympathy. They bought into what I was trying to do and they wanted to help. And, and again, I was probably not delivering loads of value for them in the, in the, in, in, at that moment in time, but they bought into my energy and enthusiasm for what it is. They supported it. And then later down the line, we started to deliver that value and we grew with their business as well, which is cool. Uh, that said, we still had to deliver a service that impressed them, obviously, with, you know, that you get to a level where it's like, right, now it's time to prove your weight. Um, confidence plays a pivotal role in grabbing that first client and you might figuratively need to grab them. All right. So you can't do that if you aren't confident enough. You have to have something about you. There has to be some kind of charisma. There has to be a reason for somebody to want to work with you. So be confident. All right. If you've got a good product and a good idea, you have to ooze that confidence. Don't be negative. Don't be a negative Nelly. All right. Don't play things down. Big things up. People grow, build it and people will come. Uh, you'll get a lot of rejection. So get used to that. Do not, under any circumstances, focus on the negative. Don't focus on the rejections, the no's, the people that go quiet and don't respond to your messages. All you need to do is learn from every rejection. Why did they opt to use somebody else? Why did they not return your call? Why did they not this? Why did they not that? Learn and, on the, uh, and then on to the next one. Move on and be different. Great bit of advice coming your way. Read Seth Godin's Purple Cow, all right? Seth Godin, marketing genius, marketing guru, read his book, Purple Cow. Then find your purple cow. Be that purple cow. Don't follow the herds. You'll end up getting lost. And it's a really good bit of advice. You need to stand out. And that's the whole point of the whole Purple Cow book. Read it if you haven't already. I'm a huge believer in build it and they will come. While you continue to find that first client, be incredibly busy building the very best business you can build. Be loud and proud and be different. Spend time fine-tuning that business, the building the foundations for future growth. You don't want to be unraveling things six months, six years down the line. Get things right in the early days. Learn, change, review, repeat, rehearse, and review, and just keep keep doing that. Finding your first or any client is made up of 90% marketing and 10% sales. So when you think about getting new clients, less focus on sales, I'm doing the inverted commas thing with my fingers, and more attention on inverted commas, marketing. It's your shop front, it's your services up in lights. Sales is just number crunching, dotting the I's and crossing the T's at the end. It's all about the marketing. Think of buying a car, for example. Marketing got you to that particular car showroom. The biggest mistake a lot of car salespeople make is jumping straight into the sale. They need to do a lot more marketing before the sales begin. They need to make it clear why that is the car for you. Storytelling, building visuals. Then let's talk about price, financing and contracts and all that boring stuff. Volume doesn't always work and it costs a fortune. This is a really important point as far as my experience goes. So one step at a time is what I mean. And what I mean by this is don't try and grab the attention of a thousand people in one swoop. Get granular in your marketing in the early days and, and in the sales and spend time, research, find businesses that want what you have, and then get courting. Build that relationship. Always start small and go from there. Too many times I hear of people starting up a business and they're just blanket messaging people, thousands of people in one go. And you, people spot that a mile off. It's just spammy. 
Understand and develop your route to market as well. Really important. Build your marketing footprint and plan for building a marketing and sales team in the non-too-distant future, especially if you want to grow and grab market share in your industry. You will not be able to do that on your own, although you will always be a glorified marketing and salesperson. So again, really important point to think and, and plan this in advance, but sort that marketing footprint out. And I'm talking about your social media, your website, online, offline marketing, PR, all that sort of stuff. People searching for your name and searching for keywords in your industry. You want to be popping up left, right and centre. Um, and then just build that marketing and sales team. Think about who you're going to... I'd start with a marketing person, then a salesperson. You're going to need somebody to who can take those leads that start coming into the business and converting those into actual paying clients. And that's easier said than done. Marketing is, like I say, 90%. And then you've got that 10% of getting it over the line. Don't make the fatal error of winning a client. And this is really important, by the way. And I've made this mistake so many times. Don't make the fatal error of winning a client and then forgetting about them completely to go chasing that next client. You'll be back to square one in a heartbeat. The best clients are right under your nose and they always will be. Attract new clients to your business and then hold on to them for dear life. Don't give them any reasons to let go unless they're a god-awful client. In that case, bin at the first convenient opportunity. So to summarize and from my experience, your first client is right under your nose. Put your blinkers on and zoom in on what is right in front of you. Don't get carried away with the delusional, the world is my oyster mindset. Believe me, it isn't. It's just you and you cannot take on the world. Not just yet, um, but hey, you know, give it time. Thank you so much for investing your time in this episode of the podcast. And if you like what you heard, do subscribe to receive notifications of future episodes. For more content on growing a business, head over to dannylacy.business. You could Google it as well and it'll pop up there somewhere. Danny Lacey, D-A-N-N-Y-L-A-C-E-Y dot business, where you will find video, audio, blogs, events, and so much more. Thanks again for listening and join me on the next episode of the Diary of an Entrepreneur.